half an hour worth was of fuck it? it. Yes, that was half an hour <laughs> of, worth of open flippy dot drinky there, guys. Hell yeah. You're welcome. Oh my god, so this is what we fucking are dealing with. Okay, um You got calling bullshit. You, we're getting ready to start this episode. Did you did you hit record? Yes, I did hit record. Did you actually? Okay, good. Just making sure. Three eyes confirmed <laughs> this. You can't be mad at me if it didn't record now. Did you say three eyes? Sets of eyes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said three eyes. I did say three eyes. <laughs> but I'm saying three. I'm, you I'm had, correcting. You, you have one eye closed when you looked? Are you not like Beetleback Chief and only have one eye available to you? No. you got fucked by a beetle? Yo, no. home slice. Quit getting off topic. It was get, a Herculean Get beetle. to that intro. Kick that intro? <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, DJ, kick that shit. Don't bring that back. <laughs> bring the beat back. I literally, I literally just facepalmed every single time JB said that. It's like, come on. It's just so good. And everybody can do it. <clears throat> no. Bring the beat back. No. Just start the episode. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your host, Matt Olson, Danny Oakstead, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 135 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. That over there is Danny. What's up? The guy that wants to get his fucking drunken jumpstart. You're box. welcome. Son of a bitch. I'll bring some more next week. Are you bringing you can, go, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. This is going to be the thing that Danny's going to do. He's going to be like... Every time it's his turn to pick, it's going to be jumpstart. And then he's going to bring like... Matt hasn't bought any packs recently. Yeah, it was supposed he, to be my week today. It was supposed what to be you, his week. What, what were you going to bring? Gonna I was going to bring, do- bring Dominaria. I have Dominaria packs in there. Hey, well, there we let's go. let's play open.drinky. Or open flippy.drinky 2.0. Like right now, no. We're we gonna get into the episode because about in a half an hour you're gonna complain. Oh my god, we're not even through. We're not even in the vlog <laughs> talk yet. What the fuck is this shit, guys? Guys, I fucking want to go home. No, 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 no. Look at this JV 2.0. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I'm at least a 10.0 because I'm ten times the size. We got to clip this part and just send it Get to your we, fucking math right. We know he will not listen to this, so we got to make sure he listens to that part but, right there. But it was exact same hand gestures, same like voice, everything that it's JB like, would always do. It's like do. I used to listen to it and, and not embodied how he made fun of oh, you. Wow. It's easy to embody a little guy. There's not much room to fill up. Well, yeah, there. my big toe fits into him, so. Phrasing. I did oh that boy. on purpose. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, JB. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that other voice you hear. That is JB 2.0. 10.0. Thank you, sir. <laughs> JB 10.0. Big G. No. 3.0 is Max. Who's Max? From the store? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Daddy's gonna hate himself for this one. <laughs> you no. started this. You <laughs> You're welcome. This. this is for the viewers. You're welcome. 
Okay, so uh, the pain that I suffer is for you. Big G, Danny, Matt, we're this week in MTG. <laughs> Our powers combined, and we cite tension <laughs> to a u- infinity and beyond. Hey, there's the title for the episode with our powers combined. Oh, oh, <laughs> we have no power. Let me make sure I keep a notepad by the desk to help me remember names and stuff. So that way, it's easier. As he forgets to write it down. Right. Well, at least we have Christian watching us tonight. Thank you for Christian. the full episode. Okay. I think possibly. Unless he passes out like Matt. We're so glad that you all decided to join us. Thank you so very much. So, we got to begin our episode. Uh, side tangents aside right now. Oh, for now. Are we, you sick? No, we're getting through the business. Oh, oh, boy. Side tangent oh boy. We just keep it focused in the business for this section, and then we can start side tangent. He's growing up. Is he dying? I think so. Let's okay. begin the episode by thanking you, dear listener, who is taking the moment to listen to our side tangenting voices in your ear holes <laughs> thank you so very much oh boy. without you doing that i mean well first off i'm pretty sure we'd still be doing this if you weren't listening but the fact that you're listening still is pretty fucking cool to each and every one of us so thank you so much for doing that and also we want to give a big huge thank you to our amazing patrons who think that this content is worth supporting because you can surprisingly support this whole circus oh no okay Watch out, you're going to get smacked if you start doing that shit. <laughs> Afro Circus. Afro I think circus. as long as he does 15 seconds, he's good. Under 15 seconds, oh, he's good. I was going to do something like Force of Will or Deflecting Swat bullshit there. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I was just saying let's give, a, let's give a huge thank you to Wade97, Chapman, D. Moose, Amu the Fox, Colin, Noah, Slade, Third String Chapman, Nikki, No Modifier, Steve, Jacob, Christian, and Matty K. Thank you to each and every one of you for thinking that this fucking shit that you're listening to is Thanks. worth it. Uh, we feel that we kind of give cool rewards to those that decide to support us through Patreon, and the way that we do that is through a couple tiers. There's a $3 tier where you get put in for monthly drawings for booster packs. Right now, we're one patron away from giving away three booster packs. Hey, hey Home Slice. I think you might have forgotten our newest Patreon. Yeah, you did. Oh my god, I did! I didn't type this one in. Barra! Why am I a dick, Barra? <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. We're man. sorry for you. I know. We even, in the only Patreon's channel, even sent him a bunch of our only feet photos. Yeah, that's a special Jeez. thing that you get too. Like being part of the Patreon, you get a special uh, a special channel Th- in the those, Discord. Those usually cost about $20 a pick, but you got them for free. You got them for free. Yep. Danny started it off there. No cl- modifier thinking that he can work and call his Bert, his boots dirty? What he's, the fuck? Well, he's got the boot covers on there. So that way his boots last longer. It doesn't matter. He says they're fucking dirty and that shit is just like it's just dirty from the fucking people below him that he just tells him what to do while he's sitting <laughs> in his office and then AC and then he's sipping on whatever fucking LaCroix. Fucking managers sip LaCroix, right? That's the thing. Says the guy who's now drinking a Trulies, which is almost like a LaCroix. <sighs> But it's with, alcoholic. With alcohol, surprisingly. Like, how the fuck do they get, like, okay, a enough, sense of alcohol? Enough, enough of the side tangents. Yes. Uh, so, thank you, patrons. There's a $3 <laughs> There's a $3 That tier. wasn't even because of you me. Get, you get packs at each month. <clears throat> yeah, you do. This next month's packs are going to be Streets of New Capenna. Set boosters. Going to give those away. If we get one more patron by the time, at, at the end of April, there'll be three packs given away. But as of now, we're giving away two packs. This is a call out. Can we get to a 15th patron? 
I don't know, can we? That's what I'm asking. So All right. there's a $10 tier as well if you want to get entered into that, and that will get you a $10 or a, uh, a magic card that is valued between $15 to $20. That's kind of commander-focused. Cool thing about that is, is if you're a patron, you get a vote on what card. We send like a list of uh, eight eight cards for all the patrons to vote on to see what card is going to get drawn. And then when we get to 20 patrons, there'll be two cards given away. But right now, there's only one card given away. And you want to check that out, so go check out our Patreon for that. And yeah, if you feel this is worth supporting by any means. Come for the news, stay for the comedy. Oh, tagline TM. Danny, oh. you fucking genius. You're you, welcome. Can we hire you as our marketing sure. person? Perfect. But I don't talk to anyone for ads. <sighs> Damn it, Danny. Damn, Danny. I just don't don't <laughs> even start that. Damn it, Danny. Back God. at it again with the dice kicks. Back at it again with the marketing skills. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Back at it again with the pack picking for the open flippy dot drinky. You're welcome. He's going to come next week. Every single fucking time. No, 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 no. Next, he's just going to bogart us and be like, I'm just bringing fucking jumpstart packs all this time now until I get my place out of Allosaurus Shepherds. And on top of that, he's going to be bringing fucking like uh, Imperial IPAs and shit like that for us to be like drinking and shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Danny doesn't like it. I'm going to give you guys gut rot after the second drink. <laughs> and make sure you have to drink at least two or three beers. Bring it, bitch. He's like, challenge accepted. That's <laughs> if, fine. If you don't want to support us on Patreon, that's perfectly fine. First <clears throat> off, you listening is enough support already. But send me money. <laughs> you can. You can. You can hit him up and I guess like see if you want to just like waste some money away and shit that way. But you can also buy some playmats that we have of our awesome banner and stuff. You can hit us up on any of the social medias and be like, yo, we want a playmat. And we will send them literally anywhere. We sent them to Germany, Canada, California, all that shit. Does not matter. If, We'd love to work it out for you. They're twenty bucks a piece, and uh, yeah. I was gonna say if you live in a reasonable area or distance, oh, yeah, I yeah. will drive. Yeah, Danny just to to Barra, Barra. If I can yep. wanted to get one, and Danny, the champ that he is, decided to. I, I had to go to Wardo anyway, but <laughs> fucking hand delivered by and Danny I, I didn't, himself. I actually, didn't actually we didn't get to meet each other. I had to leave. Ah, he was on air and he got. Held up on time, so ah, it's fine. Yeah. I left it with Edith at Chimera, so there we go. Dope. She took care of it. I'm Sick. glad you like it, though. Very much so. Uh, if you don't want to hit us up online to pick up a playmat and you're in the FM area, the Fugger Moorhead area, you can also check out our amazing sponsor, JW Sports Cards and Gaming, who has a bunch of our playmats for sale for $20 as well. You just go in there and be like, I want an MT- this week an MTG playmat. And they will be like, Yo, we got you, brah. And they'll give it to you for 20 bucks. I won't say well, probably tax. not bra, but yeah. they'll get you, they'll get you one. Max would, ah, Max would say, dude. Yeah, yeah, he says, dude, a lot. He'd say, dude. He's a skater. Did you happen to side tangent? Did you happen to stop in on Friday at all? Was it Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. Did you hear like how bad Max had lost his voice? Yeah, dude, it was hilarious. Dude, I gave him so much shit Poor for guy. that. Friday is oh, Friday is when I picked up this. What's in the box? I don't know. We won't know until. May 18th. Jesus. Tell no more fire tells us. But uh, check Not out JDub Sports Cars and Gaming, our amazing sponsor. Speaking of them, let's hear an ad from them now. JDub Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. 
In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening? J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Let's get to that breakdown. Oh, just a breakdown of the news. Yes. Oh, okay. We've been recording for what? Shut up, Danny. This is on you. <laughs> this is no, on you it's tonight. not. This is on fucking This you is not me. You started it within the first five minutes, sir. How so? Because I didn't even get to introducing Big G, and you were fucking threw us off when we were talking about the, the, the jumpstart packs there. What are you talking about? Do you want me to roll the tapes? Sure. Roll the tapes. I can't roll the tapes. That will make things harder for <laughs> you me. You technically could. You could just stop it, no. pull it back, and listen to it. Get to the fucking breakdown. Just saying. So in the breakdown, we're going to go over how this episode is going to get laid out for you, which surprisingly might be longer than usual at this rate. Danny. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> So starting off, we're going to go over to the Boggle Desk with the Big G, where he's going to give us, uh, we're going to start off with the Salt Report, moving to some challenge results. After that, he's going to tell us about some upcoming events that are happening. From there, there will be no Blog of Talk this week, because holy shit, do we have a bunch of news for y'all. I also don't have one. That too. Shocker. Including uh, news, including stuff on Streets of New Capenna. We got some new formats that were announced. There's digital premiere play avenues to make it to the Pro Tour and stuff like that. Command Fest is returning, Hasbro earnings call, and a price increase on some Magic product. From there, it's going to be a nice smooth transition into the contract currency, and we'll see how far we get into that and stuff. And I imagine the... At the end of this, we're probably not going to make it to a thought cast because we don't have anything typed up. And how everything long is, we're going to have our opinions on shit. My, my, my thought cast from last week is just a running thought cast because we never talked about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's right. That's right. I we'll type it that. in there quick so we have it just yeah. in case we forget. Yeah, if we, if we have time. So let's try and blow through this popsicle stand and get to the end of the thought cast. That's so, what she said. All right. Here we go. The salt and sugar report. You BG. want the salt or you want the sugar first? Big G. What? We pass you over to the boggle desk. talking about it it's, what the fuck it's the jb salt report you didn't give me that transition sir sorry my bad it's the jb salt report <laughs> with big g all right so you want the salt or you want the sugar first you tell me danny you want the salt or the sugar first christian you want the salt or the sugar first quick type yeah we're gonna go with sugar because it's quicker <laughs> you didn't give him a fucking chance well, he's got to type first, so I'll just... Oh, wait, he's typing. Oh, salt report first. All right. Ah, see, you're going to fucking not listen to what he had to say there. Well, I was just waiting for him. See, at This Week in MTG, we are nothing but people pleasers. So Anyway, all right, salt report first. Uh, this actually comes from something we will talk about a little bit later, our Brawl League. So up until today, I was the, I was the final boss. I had been undefeated until today. And, Good. and honestly, I don't know if it would have made a difference 
it might have just prolonged my losing a little bit. Uh, but I was I was playing our newest Patreon, um, Barra, and mm-hmm. <laughs> almost forgot. Almost it. forgot. Big G, come hey, on, man. Wow. At least I didn't forget him in the show notes. Oh, shots fired. That's what I thought. I'll Shut s- up. I'll stand down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to give it away just in case anyone hasn't heard of what he's playing. But I, I. My deck, I'm I'm using Moldrotha, so I'm doing a lot of recursion out of my graveyard and everything. And I just luckily happen to have an Aether Spellbomb, and uh, Barra's deck is a creature-focused deck. And I picked the wrong card to Aether Spellbomb because I was playing on my phone. Wah, wah, wah. So, like I said, I don't know if it would have made that much of a difference. I was kind of on the ropes anyway, and it was just I was prolonging things. Mm-hmm. But you never know. It's one of those things you never know how it could have gone if things would have gone differently. So yep. either way, it was a damn fun game. I had a lot of fun playing against his deck. Now, the Sugar Report, um, I showed these guys before we got on recording. But oh, hold I, on. Do I, do I get a chance for a Salt Report here? No. Well, it's, We're at the he, Boggle he Desk has, with Big G. He has his Salt and Sugar Report, and then you may have a Salt and Sugar oh, okay, Report. So that's how we divide it. It's not like it's salt, usually, salt, salt, salt. That's okay, usually sugar, how it sugar, is. Sugar, it's not salt. It's, it's now well, have you salt, ever, sugar, Have you salt, ever heard sugar. of the sandwich method? When you give someone criticism, you got to give them a sandwich. You're being man and man man explained too, so you know you got to give explained. You got to explain. <laughs> You're being mansplained right you, now. <laughs> you got to give them something good. Then you give them the harsh criticism, and then you give them something good. So we'll do the same thing with the salt and sugar report. Just just don't. We'll do, do you, salt sugar salt sugar. Do you guys watch uh, uh what's the guys from uh, New Zealand? Uh, yeah, I know exactly those specific so, guys from New Zealand you're speaking of. Uh, they do a show called Lord of the Rings, right? We have to. No, talk uh, to, it, <laughs> we have to talk to Ryan about this. I think. No, it's a group that does D and D, and they do skit videos on Facebook. You son uh, of a bitch. Fox. Anyway, they it's they they had a little skit about the man the, the oh, man's planning. Not not just the sandwiching effect. Oh, I get. One person Wait, like, this is a legit thing that yeah, it Big is. G didn't fucking just like come no, up. It's, it's, it's a legit thing. It's a legit theory. It was like, hey, if you want to you tell someone bad, criti- you give them a criticism sandwich. The bread is the good stuff. So the, the how is the bread the good stuff? It's the light and fluffy. So you think the light and fluffy? I think the bread sticks at the top of your mouth if you're having like a ham and cheese sandwich. Oh my god! But it's light and fluffy. It's light and fluffy, and then what kind of fucking bread are you Have yourself some tangent. sourdough. Have yourself some rye. That's not light and fluffy. And that's All right, so the sugar report. I got some Fucking sick pulls Christ. out of my set boosters from New Capenna. No one cares. Including an awesome list ninja. Anyway. Anyway. Man shaved. Yes, man shaved. Anyway, manscaping is what it's really called around these parts. Uh, Matt, you had some... Uh, some salt to dish out? Oh, I get a chance to dish out my salt? Well, we I told mean, you. If yes. You're, if you're going to take this long, I'm going to take it away from you. Because I like apparently it. I have the power to do that. Take it away from Ron Burgundy? So, first off, first and foremost, Danny. Foremost? Foremost. Foremost. You shack a shit. You fucking just did me, you did me dirty. You I'm sorry. Of, you said that, that my whites destroyed your deck. Fucking Christ. This guy. We were playing our league. Decides to turn two, cast a fucking uh, 
in, not instigator. What the fuck is that? Uh, Dranith, Ma- Dranith yeah, magistrate. Cast a Dranith magistrate. I had a fucking bone crusher in hand, so it's like, well, I can at least shock the one creature that he had on side of the board. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as soon as I take care of the fucking Dranith magistrate, I could cast the bone crusher. Well, guess what? He dropped something even more fucking uh, terrifying that I had to use my next spell to fucking kill, uh, eliminate, and stuff. So Dranith magistrate stuck around for a while, and then this yep. cocksucker decides to cast Ashes of the Aborn. Fun fact, if you don't know what that card does, is you can't cast spells from your graveyard. In my hand, in my hand, I had a mission briefing, which casts cards from my graveyard, which would have taken out the Dranith Magistrate. And, and I had an Underworld Breach, which, again, if you didn't know, casts spells from my graveyards to take out the Dranith Magistrate. Or, or the fucking Ashes of the Abhorrent. Hey, Danny, that would have been a good card against my deck. I bet you should play it. Because I didn't draw it. Oh, okay. I done did got salty on that night. Just, just yeah. like when I played Christian, I drew five five lands in a row. Dude, that happened to me with with Brera. like turn six, drew five lands in a row. It's like what the fuck. Fucking did draw spells, and I just drew lands. And then I played Chad D earlier this week, and spanked you. His his mono red deck is fast and it hits hard, Oof. and uh, I just. Could not play anything. He had all the removal, all the burn spells at the right time. I and then I drew lands. It's like, oh great, perfect. I or I drew cards that were way too high in value. Yeah, and I mean that happens no matter <clears throat> what format you're playing. So I mean, glad to see it's happening the, in our league. The one, so I, it's like he was playing Torbrand deck. So I was like, you know what? Let's play. Let's play a couple more deck, more games. I have two different Torbrand decks that I've I've built. I built one for the friendly brawl. So I just. I yep. had no reason to actually win with it. It was just like, hey, I'm just going to play it. Just play it. And I probably had, at the end of the games, I was like, yep, I had four cards that are five or above cost, and I only have four mana for, like, four turns. So, yeah, it's uh, got to love the mana fuckery of magic. Right? TM, mana fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm going to write that down on my notepad. Okay, while well, he's writing this down in his notepad, it'll be good for me to move on to the modern challenge. Also, uh, just so Christian knows, I do have Aetherflux Reservoir in my mono white deck now, if you want to play again. What is the proper way to write fuckery? <coughs> F-U-C-K-E-R-Y. Okay, perfect. All right. So, we're going <laughs> to fly welcome. through the modern challenge, because we've been talking about modern quite a bit, but then we're going to move on to some pioneer stuff, you fuckers, with your fuckery. E-R-Y. Fucker. F-U-C-K-E-R-Y. Thank you for the spelling lesson. You're welcome. You want to Th- thank Danny. He started it. Okay. You asked. I just told him how to spell it. All spelling right. Here we go with the meta breakdown for this modern challenge. So, m- meta breakdown. Merktide had five decks, taking up 15.6% of the meta. Hammer Time had four decks, 12.5%. Yogmoth three decks, 9.4%. And Blue, it did specifically say Blue Living End in this was two decks at nine point or six point two five percent, and the top placing decks. First place was Yogmoth. Second place was Four Color Living End. Third place, Azorius Hammer Time, and fourth place, Merktide. And then this is actually where we see some changes in modern as far as the uh, the tops. So top cards play Mister Bobble, thirty five copies, twenty seven twenty eight percent of the decks, Dragon Range Channeler. 32 copies, 25% of the decks. Unholy Heat, 31 copies, 25% of the decks. Lightning Bolt, 31 or 30 copies, 28% of the decks. 
And top creatures, finally, Ragavan has been taken out of that top creature spot by Dragon Dragon's Rage Chandler. Again, 32 copies, 25% of the decks. That's surprising. Right? Um, but then Ragavan's at 28 copies, so not too much farther down, but 22% of the decks. Merktide has 24 copies, 19% of the decks. And Endurance, 23 copies, 34% of the decks. So a lot of one-ofs going across. And then uh, the only change to the top spells, because we went over them in the top cards. So Mishra's Bobble still top, Unholy Heat, Lightning Bolt, and then coming in in that fourth spot for top spells, Expressive Iteration. Now the one that we're going to maybe dive a little bit more into because it'll be something new we're covering, especially with the Pro Tour and everything. And Let's some updates or with some te- potential. We'll, we'll tease it right now. We got some cool things coming next week for the episode. So yeah, we do. But we're going to talk about some Pioneer Challenge. So let's go first with that meta breakdown. Uh, I'm not surprised by this, especially with Pioneer picking up its steam and everything again. As far as what the top spot for the meta breakdown is, other decks, nine decks were something that doesn't fit within a archetype that has already been established. So nine decks. 28.1% of the meta. And then Naya Winota decks, five decks, 15.6% of the meta. Hidden Strings, three decks, 9.4. And Is It Phoenix, three decks, 9.4% of the meta. Now, just, Matt, to, uh, just to confirm, with the uh, Hidden Strings, that's that's Lotus Field combo. That makes sense. I was getting into that. Okay. I was getting into that later. Oh, my bad. All right, so... Top decks, first place, Mono Green, second place, Band Spirits, third place, Five Color, Fires of Invention, and fourth place, Naya Midrange. Top card. It resolves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Oh, my God. Now, this, this <laughs> truly makes my heart happy. Top cards, number one, Elvish Mystic. Number two, Lanoir Elves, both at 48 copies, 38% of the decks. About that green ramp, man. Oh my god, that just makes my heart happy right there. Mono green stuffs or mana dorks, either way. And then third top played cards, Mystical Dispute, 35 copies, 41% of the decks. And Cavalier of Thorns, 32 copies, 25% of the decks. And of course, we've already covered the top three top creatures. So Elvish Mystic, Lanoir Elves, Cavalier of Thorns. And coming in at that fourth spot for top creatures, old grown troll. Old growth. No, it's grown. I'm saying it's grown now. Oh, gotcha. It's been from <laughs> growth to grown. It's grown up even yeah, bigger. It's grown up. It's grown up. But really, it is old growth. Sorry. My bad. Congratulations. I read too OG. fast. Old growth is OG. <sighs> 24 copies, 19% of the decks, and the top spells. We've got Mystical Dispute again, twenty or thirty-five copies, forty-one percent of the decks. Fable of the Mirror Breaker sitting at thirty-two copies, thirty-one percent of the decks. Oath of Nyssa, thirty-one copies, twenty-five percent of the decks. And Karn, the Great Creator, twenty-eight copies, twenty-two percent of the decks. Pioneer is so exciting right now. There's so much to, to to fucking talk. The fact that Fable of the Mirror Breaker is showing up really good. It's it's it, it pairs very well in the Winona decks, and the Winona decks, which is that Naya mid range deck, is doing very well. If you look in the top thirty two, there's like what five different Naya Winona decks. Yep. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five five different Naya uh, 
Wynota, Naya decks. And these decks are just intense. They're aggro as hell, and you're making copies with the uh, Fable of the Mirror Breaker of whatever uh, Wynota drops. Cavalier Thorns. That is an exciting card. Uh, moving up a price right now because of its uh, prominence in Pioneer and stuff. So uh, in, in the mono green decks, being able to, to to get a land and then return something to your hand, correct, is what Cavalier Thorns does? It gets a land when it ETBs. You look at the top six. Top six? Top five cards. Put a land card from among them onto the battlefield, and then when it dies, you may exile it. If you do, return another target card from your graveyard to the top of your library. There we go. The, the, the longevity of this to like ramp you into something and then be able to get whatever card back you needed. Honestly, for me, just mono green coming back and it's not like just elves. It's, yeah. it's just mono green big shit makes me happy. Big sompy. And, and and this is the deck that's running Oath of Nyssa because yep. and, and it's, a, it's like seeing three cards for one mana and then being able to, it doesn't matter because you, what do you have Karn as your planeswalker in yep. here? You've got Karn, you've got Koyura, oh, Kiora, uh, Kiora and in there, and Nissa. Nissa being the, I'm going to make extra mana yes. to help you ramp Kiora to get you card draw in green, which has always been kind of a problem. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they've like we talked about, there's the Storm the Festival, a way to dig in there a little bit. And yeah, a place set in the uh, in the 13th place yeah. copy here. So in the first place, did they have Storm the Festival? They did a place set in uh, the first place also had Storm the Festival. Because exactly. you're going to be... Hitting everything because there is no like Storm of the Festival is only is the only non permanent spell that you got in this deck. And then looking at the number two spot, I mean, honestly, there's not too much difference in there. You know, obviously, there's a difference in the formatting between Modern and Pioneer with the spirit the spirits deck, but it's got a lot of the main the main contributors to you know what makes a spirit deck a spirit deck. Um, so you got the spell quellers in there. You've got the you know selfless spirits. You got the rattle chains. Um, you got the wanderer in there. But then you've got other cards in there too. Um, I know within the modern scene, the skyclave apparition is becoming a a little bit bigger here and there. But then you've got what is this? A Ferian eagle. So other creatures you control the flying get plus one plus one for three. So uh, Azorius and a one. And it's a two three itself, but I don't know this this really cool deck. It's still running the collective company, and that's really its only spell. Other than you know, we've got wait, does it have? Okay, it has one one channel land, but then it's got it's got spells in the sideboard for when it needs them. So there's that. Yeah, why don't, why don't we just? Uh, yep, and and that one. Christian, uh, Christian in our Discord just brought up, you know, the Hexproof uh, General for Spirits isn't in there, and I believe actually he's not even Pioneer Legal. So. Oh, uh, <clears throat> Drug Skull Reaver. Yep. Yeah, that is not Pioneer Legal. So, I mean, but it's got a lot of the bare bones still in it as far as some of those other things too, especially like Spell Queller in there too. But, and I mean, it's got a lot of its removal package and its counter packaging within the creatures, which same. Very similar thing to modern. So you don't get the Cavern of Souls. You don't get some of these other things in there too, but apparently it still works. It came in second place. So right. there's that. But I know we've got a lot of news and we've got that wonderful thing that'll be coming up next week. Yeah. Where we T- get to dive a little bit more into Pioneer. So you know what? Here? No. 
that's tease enough that something, something is happening next week. We're that gonna, you guys want to check in. We're going to have cool people on for Pioneer Discussions. Dude, you went too far. Too far? Too far. Too far. Dude. Too far. Let's continue the with the news. All right. So we've got the upcoming events. Uh, this first one, it's kind of a, it's kind of that in-between. It's a limbo. It's an upcoming event, but it's also a past event because it's currently happening. It's our No Modifier Brawl League. So here's what I got here for us. Do we just go by wins or do we go by percentage record? Isn't this if I was going to rank. You choose. Okay. I, well, I would I would honestly say just because all the matches haven't been played yet, we're just strictly going to go by who's in the lead based off of wins only. Okay, okay. So you know what? We'll start with our third place, which is actually a tie. It's a three-way tie for our third place. Nice. So Barra, Christian, and No Modifier. Oh. All tied with two wins for third place. Dope. So you're saying I have second. So Danny has second place. <laughs> I'm all, I'm also at a fifth a fifth percent win percentage <laughs> right now. That's the small caveat. Danny has most of his games played already. Yes. Um. So he might not sit, I, I just, sit at that second place I just, for too long. I just have to play Barra, and then I'm good. So you're gonna have fun playing that deck. I'm just gonna let you know. Uh. But yes, Danny is sitting at second place, and. Fuck blue. Big G's sitting at number one right now. Which means absolutely nothing because he can't win. I know, but it's still fun. <laughs> <laughs> and where's Matt on the list? Oh, uh, what's that? I oh. got a win. Matt Matt currently is um one and one. One and one. Yep. Yeah. I'll Come on, Matt. Play your games. But, you know, we've got nine people in our league, so it's been really fun to Unfortunately, what's been funny is I've been playing a lot of my games on my prep periods when I'm in school. <laughs> hey, you get paid to play. I get paid to play, and I've got my work done. Otherwise, I wouldn't entertain that as an option. So, yep. And I have two prep periods, so I mean, that works too. I can do work on yeah, one, right. play on another. <laughs> I'll just hold this off until later in the day. Yeah. Um, but it was really fun. I got to play I got to play Christian um, before I headed over here, and mm-hmm. that was fun. We were sitting in giving each other shit the so, whole time on voice chat. So I played Christian. Was it, What day was that, Matt? Or was this the other day? Yeah, it was. I think was it was a Friday day. night? Saturday night. Summer, Saturday oh, night. It was Saturday because I stayed up super late. So uh, let's let's just... I, he, he beat me, but I had him to four. Hold on. Shouldn't this have been in the salt report, sir? It should have been, but I completely forgot about it. Yeah, I think you're a little late, sir. We've already moved on past the salt report. But you know right, what? Cool. Thanks, bye. Anyway. And here we go. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I literally was just top decking because I saw my deck runs. It's like, hey, play until I can't play. And Christian just pulled every answer out of his ass. Hey, you know what? All I got to say is I fulfilled my promise in the Brawl League chat on the Discord. I defeated the cats with a piece of cheese in my mind. Nice. Was there actually cheese I, or is it just a thing in your mind? It was a thing in my mind. It, and count. this thing in my mind, I'm going to count as the cheese as Nissa. Who shakes the world? <laughs> nice. Yeah. What kind of cheese would Nissa be? Green cheese. It's moldy. Blue cheese. <laughs> All blue. Well, Nissa's green though. But blue cheese thing. is moldy. Blue cheese is fucking delicious. You blue cheese fuck is up. fucking disgusting. You no, 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 no. Shut first, up, first off, first off, first off, fucking Nissa is a uh, green planeswalker. Yes. And she's a spicy card. I'm Ooh. going to suggest she's not pepper jack. Nissa's Habanero. Pepper Jack. 
Habanero cheese. Pepper jack cheese. Habanero. Not pepper, that spicy. pepper jack sounds Habanero sp- would be fucking Chandra. All right. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. So I defeated cats with a piece of cheese. <laughs> Good job. I almost, uh-huh. I almost beat cats. I had them down to four. I, okay, Christian, Christian sad, I'm scored. Sad face. <laughs> it depends on the <laughs> wine you drink. Uh, does Big G wine count? I was about to say, I got Big G wine right here. <laughs> that being said, like I've been saying, it's been it's been hell of a lot of fun to get to play with some of our Discord members and our Patreons. Mm-hmm. It's been fun to play with, with the three of us, too. I know Danny and I sat there and gave each other shit the whole time we were playing, so... Yep. All right, but yes. Yeah, so here, here is. I'm, I'm sure this will happen in the future. Make sure you're paying attention because I'm sure we will get another sort of league. I'm gonna honestly go. Let's do another brawl league because it just seems fun. It's easy. What we need to do though is actually make sure we have a card limit set. We not, do have a limit n- set. It's a hundred. I mean, I mean, not none of this. Oh, it can be between sixty and a hundred cards. No, it should either be what? 60 or 100 card deck. I was playing a 60 card, and I got shit for that. Okay, well, here's the thing. Matt, I didn't, I didn't give no, here's shit. the thing for it. Here's the thing. 60 to 100, it gives you a range because you can play anywhere in between. Okay? Yep. And if anything, if anything, those of us playing 100 card decks in Brawl League right now, mm-hmm. because mine, I'm just using my historic Brawl deck. Yep. Okay? We're at a disadvantage because we can't cycle through our cards as fast. It'd be one thing if someone walked true, into the Brawl League. True, And please, nobody do this. Walked into the <laughs> Brawl League with a mill deck. That'd be one thing. Ah, uh, who was playing a mill deck? I think, that, as far as I know, I'd be the closest one right now to a mill deck. Uh, because I have Ashiok in my deck, so. But, I mean, that also who, has, that it? has an end point to it, so. Oh, let's continue. Isn't, we have, isn't we Christian, have to talk about. Christian's part mill? I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, yeah, anyway. Right. Enough side Christian saying someone. Thanks, did. Matt. But anyway, next upcoming event. If you happen to be in the Fargo area on Saturday, May 28th, or you just want to make the trip, especially for this, J Dubs is hosting a trios event starting at noon at Sport J Dubs Sports Card and Gaming. We've got a team trios event. So you one of your team members will be playing Pioneer, one will be playing Modern, one will be playing Legacy. If you haven't already signed up, pre-registration is $60, but for the day of registration, it is $75. And prizes may increase based off of the attendance, but as of right now, they are set at first place, your team gets $300. Second place, your team gets $200. Third and fourth place, your team gets $100. So make sure to call or stop in a J-Dubs to pre-register. If you're going to call, their number is 701 277 1989. There's a few people that are signed up already, like pre-registered and, and, yeah, and stuff, yeah. but you can still sign up uh, the day of for the events as well. I know for me, like this summer is going to be a lot of probably day of, week of decisions, so I'm glad that I got to get this one in ahead of time. So, so I know for me, I'm registered with my team, and it's me and my college buddies. So Dope. Did you guys find a third? I am unable to play. Oh, no. This weekend, well, that particular weekend, it's was it the twenty? Oh, it was the twentieth of May, not this month. Yeah, the twentieth yeah, of May. Um, might not be able to because that technically would be my birthday weekend. Do you celebrate by clapping cheeks, Danny? Do it. Clap, Clap them cheeks. cheeks. Unless you're taking you on Tuesday, I'm not playing. Unless I'm what? 
Taking me out on Tuesday. I'll take you out on Tuesday. I'll take you out anytime you want. Let me serenade you, Danny. Let me tell you all the sweet nothings in your ear. Sure. I, I, again, I, possible. We'd have to find a third then. I got JB offering. And and then. I I got a few people that told you. Yeah, yeah. So. You need, and I, you I need also, a legacy player what, or a Ray, modern player. Rigvans, Preferably legacy. Rigvan's legal and pioneer, isn't he? Nope. What? Nope. nope. Modern Horizons 2, dude. Legacy. Suppose, not, it's, not like, yeah. it's not legal in legacy because it's banned. So it's only yep. you can only yep. play Rigvan in yep, modern. Yep, yep, yep. For some reason, I was thinking he um, was not modern set. If you guys are still looking for a third that does legacy, I would say uh, Noah Tice. Okay. Look at one of those two and ask them. Continue on. All right, so... You've been waiting for it. Uh, Paradox Crazy 8 sealed event new for New Capanna coming up. So this is one of the other Crazy 8s at one of our other local game stores here in town. So this Saturday, April 30th, starting at noon at Paradox Cards and Comics, they are doing a Streets of New Capanna sealed event that for the entry is $39.99. And this is one of their Crazy 8 events. So first place will get you that Crazy 8 playmat and a spot at the final table. And all additional prizes. All other prizes will be set boosters from the current release. So, Streets of New Capenna. Total prize pool will be three set boosters times the number of participants in the event. All players who miss the top cut will receive one set booster. Players who miss the top cut by one spot will receive two. So, if it cuts to eight and you're nine, you get two two packs. Mm. And... The remaining packs that don't get distributed to the people that don't or that do make the top cut, those will be distributed out amongst those on weighted based on their final standing after the cuts. There's a bit of redundancy here. But prizes are awarded based on a player's final standings and any player who drops from the... Oh, never mind. This is why I put it in here. Anyone who drops from the events will only receive the participation prize. So don't drop from the event. All right. So there is that for you. And now our last upcoming event. This one we will go through pretty quick and we'll just kind of talk a little bit about what will be there. We might not go into all the details just so that way we can make it through and get to the news and serenade you with our beautiful voices and get to the news. (laughs) We've been trying for the last hour. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. What are we at for recording? 45 minutes. There we go. Fuck you, Danny. All right. Well, this one, you know what? I'm going to dedicate this next upcoming event to Seal Flipper then. Seal, you beautiful bastard. Hopefully, Seal Flipper, your not-so-good day will inspire you to buy an impromptu ticket to go to SEGCon Pittsburgh. (laughs) Don't listen to Big G on this. (laughs) (laughs) That is not needed. (laughs) God damn it. You never know. We have random impromptu people going on trips. Who knows? I mean, I guess if you want to take a trip to fucking Philly <laughs> or Pittsburgh, not Philly. It's Pittsburgh, sir. Yeah, Philly. You've the, got the, the fucking screen. Got the, I was thinking of the command fest Philly. That's the, the better of the two cities. All right. But so SEG Con Pittsburgh will be going from April 29th to May 1st. So that is this weekend in case you guys were not aware at home. So they've got the Commander Celebration Package, which is $80. You get your promo cards, you get a badge, and you get a playmat and a deck box. And then if you do the Infinite Challenge Package, you get to enter any challenge all weekend long. 
choose your own playmat versus getting the SEG Con Path of Ancestry Art one. And then, yeah, you get all the other fun stuff too. All right, so a couple of the events that are going to be going on. So if you're looking for Constructed, they've got you taken care of with a modern 5K or a legacy 5K on Friday night. And we will post the link for all the event details in there. But they both have 1 p.m. start times. They are both $50 entries, and they both have a maximum entry of 400 with six rounds of Swiss and cut to a top eight. Actually, this works out really nice. They have all the same details. Both of them. First place gets $2,000. Second place gets $1,000. Third and fourth get $500. And fifth through eighth get $250. Prizes for your non-top eight players are based on your record. So 16 match points, you get 750 prize wall points. 15, 500 prize wall tickets. 13 to 14, you get 350. 12, you get 200. And 10 to 11, you get 100 prize wall tickets. And then also on Friday, these ones are two different times, but the information is the same for both. So they are doing a team sealed trial for 20K. So you get 12 packs of Streets of New Competa. You get five rounds of Swiss. One event starts at 1.30. The other one starts at 3.30. Both are 105 entry. Prizes, if you get 15 match points, you get 3,000 prize wall tickets plus a first round buy into the main event 13 match points you get 2250 prize wall 12 match points you get 1500 10 to 11 900 prize wall ticks and nine points you get 300 seven to eight you get 150 and then saturday is that team sealed another team sealed event this one starts at 9 a.m. and the entry for this is 250 per team. And the day one structure works this way. Eight rounds of Swiss cut to top 20 teams or all teams that have 18 plus match points. Day two, four rounds of Swiss cut to single elimination top six teams. And then the top six teams played with day two sealed decks. First and second ranked teams received the bye. Top four playoffs, Streets of New Capenna Draft, and the finals, Streets of New Capenna Team Booster Draft again. So you got some wonderful cash prizes for this one as well. First place gets 6,000, second place 3,600, third and fourth get 100 and, or sorry, $1,800, fifth and sixth get 1,350, seventh and eighth get 900, and ninth through twelfth, you get 600 bucks. And then on Sunday, they're going to have another modern 5K event for you starting at 9 a.m. And then those of you that play Flesh and Blood, you will have a battle-hardened classic constructed event starting at 9.30. And there will also be a legacy 5K event starting at 10 a.m. And just like all SEG cons, they're going to have plenty of vendors there for you like Mr. Magic, Tales of Adventure, Comics and Cards, Strike Zone, Cool Stuff, Inc., and many more. And then a few of the artists that they will have there for you. We have Eric Deschamps, Ken Meyer, or Meyer Jr., and Christopher Malore. Man, I hope I said his last name right. Anyway, me. anyway, so uh, are you guys going to Pittsburgh at all this weekend? 
No. If we're going to be honest. No, I'm going to Crookston. I'm going to the Twin Cities. Lucky Are you. Are going to be going to the Twin Cities, Twin Cities at the end of May? No, I'm going to the Twin Cities at the end of April. But you should be going to the Twin Cities at the end of May because there's the NRG series that's going in there as well. Just what weekend is that again? The 28th. You mean the the weekend I'll be up here playing the J-Dubs try Oh, is event? that the 28th as well? Wow. We literally talked about this like 10 minutes ago. Damn. It's been a while. It's been a while. All right. Well, that wow. is that is all I have for upcoming events. Oh, let's go to, over to the blog and talk with Danny. Which we'll skip. All righty then. Because we have a lot of news. That's yeah, why. That, we're at sure. 52 minutes. Yeah, sir. What's the look for? Whenever has 52 minutes ever been a contingency for you for moving on to things? Right? I got a lot of editing, too. Okay. You have a lot of editing every single night. Danus. So, first up, we have some new news from Streets of New Capenna. New news? New news from the new Capenna. Hold on before you continue. Oh, my God. (laughs) Barra says, Crickson, you mean the new Atlantis. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) To those that don't know, in the world, Crickson is fucking flooded. (laughs) Well, so, around Crookston. It's so not, my, how far in Crookston? So my is the wife, flood? my wife's from Crookston. Y- yep, and they flooded in '97. So hey, let's build a wall, like a dike wall, like in Grand Forks. Yep. What's the river that's running through there again? The Red River, the Red, or the Red no, Lake River? No, I was supposed to say it's not the Red it's River. Red, 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 Red Lake, Lake River. Okay. Uh so they're idiots and build it up to the height <laughs> of where it crest in '97. <laughs> not hey let's build it higher it's like no this is where it was and that's where we're gonna build it to fucking idiots <laughs> so yeah no it's above and and also grand forks their their dike has the ability of hey built in it's like hey we can put a metal i guess barrier barrier above our concrete wall in case it does get higher but Kirsten's like, no, we're we're not gonna do that, and we're just gonna build this four foot wall above this dike, and that that's good. So how far into Kirsten has it flooded there? Uh it was flooding. Um, you know where Trinity Lutheran is? Is that on the west side? So yeah, we come by. So the the firehouse is now surrounded by water. Oh shit! <laughs> okay. Yeah, so there's a fire in Crooks, and the place is fucking burning down because the fire trucks are not getting there. Are you telling me they don't have fireboats up there? No. <laughs> Why they'd not? Have, it's they'd have to it's go lakes up. country. So here's the thing. From their firehouse, they'd have to go uphill both ways. No matter which way they went from the firehouse, they'd have to go up. Uh, who's, who's this motherfucker? Fucking Fiswa. Buy followers, primes, and viewers. Fuck off, sir person you want to buy us viewers it'd be great thank you <laughs> bye send us money uh but no uh yeah they're they're uh the water the last time my mother-in-law sent a snap was like top of the dike like do, do they still have the house in crookston no oh no they it? sold that they, they well they yeah, still work they, at, they work at umc uh, so they have to go to crookston they live in <laughs> they live Boston. in fertile for fertile Outside the fertile, outside the fertile. So, fertile, fertile, fertile. But anyway, news from Streets of New Capenna. Uh, with the pre-release of Streets of New Capenna done and released is happening this weekend. 
all the updated articles from comp rules changes, Oracle changes, and just all the financing of the set. Let's go over a few of the comp rule changes of note, um, along with adding all the new abilities like casualty, blitz, convene, etc. Knife. Whatever. Kniff. Knivy. Canal. Oh, Knivy. Knubrion. Knubrion. Knivy. Anyway. Anyway, etc., 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 whatever you want to call it. Um, words are hard. As we hashtag this on our shirts a year ago, two years, three years ago. As always. Um, there was an addition of the equipped Planeswalker mechanic that w- was added with the card of Luxor, Gaida's Gift. Gaida's Gift. Um, the rule goes as follows. 702.6E. This new rule explains how the equipped Planeswalker variant ability works. Uh, quote, equipped Planeswalker costs, end quote, means Costs are quote costs attached this permit to target planeswalker. You control it as though the planeswalker were a creature. Activate only anytime you can cast its sorcery. End quote. Another change to the comp rules is for the hideaway mechanic. Uh, in this errata, hideaway is now will now be hideaway n, uh, meaning the amount of cards you can look at can be more than four, uh, which is what all the previous six hideaway cards were worded. So there is now going to be a hideaway four. Three of the five hideaway lands originally printed in Lorwyn just received a secret layer are getting reprinted in the streets of new Capenum, um, commander decks with the new temp- template of hideaway on them. The last bit of information we are going to cover on the podcast is the update section in the update or is the updated section to the rules that involved Interchangeable names and alternate names, and how it will be officially seen in the rules. This comes on the heels of Secret Lair Stranger Things getting Magic the Gathering universe, print, universe printings of the cards getting added to the Kawagawa Neon Dynasty. The list. The quote. List. Say, say it more. The list. No. Damn. Uh, quote. Uh, 2.1.6. This is the rule that handles alternate names, which are found in some cards with the Secondary title bar like Zilorth, Zilortha, whatever strength incarnate. Moving forward, these cards may reference the secondary name line in the rules text, and this rule has been updated to cover that. Notably, there are not the same as interchangeable names. These are not the same as interchangeable names, and these cards will are still always considered to be the name in their secondary title bar. If, wow, you forgot, you can't even spell official right, man. Uh, the, the official oracle text of these will continue to reference the, that name. As for the oracle text article, <laughs> there's going to be a new card that will be named, that will have a cleaned up oracle text. That card is Denary Kiln, editor-in-chief from the uh, commander decks. It's not a functional change, just clearing up some of the wording with the card. The old text stated... Quote, whenever a non-token creature you control enters the battlefield, if Denry has a counter on it, put the same number and kind of counters on that creature. End quote. The new text is, quote, whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, if Denry has a counter on it, put the same number of, same number of each kind of counter on that creature. End quote. 
And that's what we are covering here. If you would like to read the full articles, we'll link them down below in the notes. Yeah, all them changes, man. Highly recommend reading those if you're more interested in seeing the intricacies of the changes. But fuck, we're going to move to the next bit of news here is, are you looking forward to play uh, to a new format to play because of all the other ones are old and stale? Well, do we have some news for you? Oh, boy. Last week, Wizards announced their new true-to-tabletop format. I did air quotes here. <laughs> uh, Explorer, which will be on Arena. Explorer will use the Pioneer legal cards that are already on Arena and follow the same ban list. You can now make Explorer decks on Arena with the Streets of New Capenna update that will be coming that you can jump uh, and, and then after the new Streets of New Capenna update, you'll be able to jump into Explorer queues. You can make the decks right now, but you can't go into like ladder queues. You can only do like versus matches with friends at the moment. But when the update happens later this week, you'll be able to jump into Explorer queues. Essentially, Explorer is Pioneer Light, L-I-T-E. This is Wizards of the Coast's plan to help usher in Pioneer onto Arena. Doing so would be a massive undertaking if they did it all at once, so they're breaking it up and will be adding, quote-unquote, all the Pioneer cards that matter, unquote, into supplementary products like the upcoming Historic Anthology 6, which was announced at this time as well. They stress the fact that they are getting Pioneer on Arena, that getting Pioneer on Arena will take several years to accomplish. So to those that are Moto fans they will know back in the day when legacy was starting to get put onto moto it was divided between like classic and legacy because they only had a set amount of cards and stuff like that so kind of the same thing here for arena with pioneer you gotta show bad <laughs> this is why our episodes are so long <laughs> Dude, you gotta who read the it. fuck sent you that you gotta read no, i saw it on facebook <laughs> How funny is that? That we got a fucking seal flippers in this chat saying no F. <laughs> All the F's in chat. So I thought he sent it to you. It's just no. Like, Here, Danny. Here, take this fucking <laughs> that's, text. That's that funny. Right, side tangent. Danny, take it away. So for those with immature minds. Uh, like the rest of us here. <laughs> six-year-old child looking at mom's ID card. Sex. F. He laughs. Mom, what's so funny? Or mom, what's so funny? Kid, I can't believe you're so bad at sex you failed in it. Husband died laughing. Correction to that. Husband laughed and then died due to wife killing him. Either way. Yeah, either it's way still he died. Funny. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> this is what you do when Matt side tangent. We go on Facebook. Can you send that to me? <laughs> yeah. I so I can show my wife. <laughs> All right, anyway, so a few weeks back when the Pro Tour got announced to be returning with ways to qualify through playing in regional qualifiers, moving up to the regional championships, which would lead you to the Pro Tour, then to Worlds, that was pretty straightforward there. But it was mentioned that there would be ways to advance through Arena as well, or Magic Online, with more information coming well. It's later now, so here's the information. Dropped by Watsi, you need to qualify for the you need to qualify for the Pro Tour through Digital Premier Play System. And let's cover the arena path first and then we'll move on to the MTGO arena or the way to qualify as well. All right, so first off, arena, this is done in three easy steps. 
They say easy, but really, who knows? The first being, well, you have to qualify in the ladders and play in the qualifier play-in events. Ladders is simple to understand because it is the most like the Mythic qualifiers. You need to rank in the top 250 to get an invite to the next step in the arena path, which is called qualifier weekend events. Then for the top 251 to 1,200, they will receive a play-in points for one entry to a so singular play-in event for that month. Speaking of play-in events, let's tell you what those are. I'm really going to smack Matt for how he words these sometimes. Right? Oh, it's boy. It's not just me. No, it's it makes sense, but it's just like I need to read these ahead of time next time. Yeah, we both do. Anyway, here and we make, go. And make changes. All right, so I'll reread that last sentence. Speaking of play-in events, let's tell you what those are. <laughs> this is an open event that, quote, allows players to earn their seat through a single session of focused play. Now, each month, you will have two of these, with one of them being a single-day best-of-one qualifier play that takes place in one week before the qualifier weekend, and players that will need six wins before getting two losses to advance. The next one is also a single day, but best of three. That will happen on one day, one day before the qualifier weekend. That, the players will need to get four wins before getting a loss. And all of these play-in events are priced at 20K in gold or 4K in gems, or... 20 play in points to, with regular events on arena. Now, doing well in ladders and qualifier play ins will get you to the qualifier weekend. There will be four qualifier weekends seeding each arena championship the next step. And those two day events are best of three in a shared format where players need to get seven wins before two losses to advance. Those who get seven wins in day two qualify for an arena championship. When all qualifier weekends are complete and any additional players are invited to bring the next event, 31 competitors. Then, beginning September, in September, those qualifier weekend will also lead to tabletop play. Players who reach seven wins before day two or during day two will qualify for both an upcoming arena championship on arena and a designated upcoming pro tour. Then the final steps is the arena championships will happen three times a year, just like the pro tour. They will feature the 32 top players determined by four months worth of competitive ladder play and event play. There will be a 200K purse for these events. A full article from Watsi will be in the show notes for you to check out. Now, that covers the arena stuff, so let's jump to Moto. For these ones, it's going to stay almost the same as Magic Online Championship Showcase, where the top eight of the showcase will get an invite to the Pro Tour Plus both the winner and the runner-up of the showcase will earn a direct invitation to the World's Championship in 2023. Down below, we will have the full article for you to read as well. So, we all know with quarantine, we all had the great times of playing 
Commander on Spell Table. Command Fest returns with 15 events worldwide. Um, to celebrate the release of Commander Legends Boulder's Gate on June 10th, we're throwing a festival, 15 to be exact. Uh, tournament organi- organizers around the world will bring back the gathering in a big, big way this June and July as Command Fest makes its triumphant return. Uh, Command Fest is an event focused on Commander with a suite of opportunities for Commander play in addition to other ways to celebrate coming together and playing Magic as well as a release of Commander Legends Boulder's Gate. Many of these events will require a badge, uh, but provide more magic than you could possibly play in a weekend. Uh, so, if you're ready to play, each of these tournament organizers holds the key to the details for their event. In North America, we have Richland, Virginia, June 3rd through 5th, uh, which is being sponsored by a channel uh, Star City Games. Uh, we have Las Vegas, Nevada, June 10th through the 12th, which is sponsored by Channel Fire uh, Channel Fireball. We have Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, June 24th through the 26th, held by Card Titan. Indianapolis, Indiana, June 8th through 10th. That's hosted by Pastimes. Uh, we go to Montreal, Canada, July 15th through the 17th. It is sponsored by Gamekeeper. Uh, then we have Orlando, Florida, June, July 22nd through 24th. That's Cool Stuff, Inc., Orlando. Um, and then we have Bellevue, Washington, July 22nd through the 24th also. That is sponsored by, by or held on by Pastimes. Now for our Europe people watching or listening, like Christian. Uh, we have Frankfurt, Germany, June 25th through the 26th. Uh, JK Entertainment is holding that. Then we have Birmingham, England, July 9th through the 10th. That's Annex Now. And then we have um, Bologna, Italy. That's how you say it. I have no Bologna, idea. Bologna, yeah. July 15th to 17th. That's held by Legacy. Um, then we move to Asia Pacific. We have Sydney, Australia, June 25th through 26th. Held off by or held by Good Games. Oof, I'm going to butcher this. We go to um, Guangzhou. There we go. China, July 30th, MTA. You get the next one wrong. I'm going to hit you with my mug. <laughs> the worst sushi restaurant in Fargo, Osaka, Japan. Shots fired. I wanted them as a sponsor, you son of a bitch. July 30th, J Food <laughs> is their sponsor. Not even a card place, J Food. Anyway. Uh, moving to Atlanta, America, we have Sao Paulo, Brazil, uh, June 17th through the 19th, and also July 16th through the 17th. Double feature. Uh, that's held off or held on by uh, City Class. Then we have Mexico City in, that's like, what, Chile? Skinny. June 18th through the 19th, that's by Yellow Rabbit. Now, for what you're actually wanting to know, uh, each Command Fest will feature promo cards as well so we have a promo soul ring and then we have two different promos of path of ancestry all right but they're really the same card one's a foil well that they're all supposed to be foil no 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 no. only one's a foil and that's like the premium ones right for the top spots yep for the top spots you get the foil path of ancestry otherwise Uh, get the non-foil and it's going to be a non-foil soul ring well either way (laughs) There you go. That's that's what what you can hope to get if you were to go to one of these fifteen different command fests. 
Are we are we gonna try and go to a command fest, you think? I want to. End of story, I want to. There's there's are nothing we, around it. It just depends on I think unfortunately this round of them, I don't think I'll be able to make it to. I would love to make it to two. First off, we have one in uh at Indianapolis. That's that w- so that's the thing. I was just looking at that. It's like that would be the one I'd be able to go to. And the hard part there is oh, that's gonna, that's going to be so close. That's double masters weekend. Yep. That's oh, the other thing too. Is if we 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 haven't announced anything special with double masters weekend, but we can't we can't say more about that just yet. But we're, we've got some stuff gosh, in the works. Gosh. We've got some stuff in the works. Okay, just well, be aware. But for sure, I want to I want to try to make it to Vegas. But, Vegas is the one that everybody talks about being super good. And then on top of that, we get done playing Magic. We could go at the fucking strip, and then I could try my luck at Blackjack. I've been or not Blackjack. I've been I've been learning a lot more about like fucking poker and shit, and I've been doing pretty good right now on World Series of Poker app. I'm not that good. But. Not sponsored. <laughs> anyway, I, like I said, I want to get one, but I I feel like it's gonna have to be like a next is, year. Is 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 it's Wade's, gonna have to, is Wade's bath, bachelor party the the weekend of Las Vegas? No, but that's when I'm at Boys State. Fuck Boys State. Fuck you. <laughs> boys. But, but then boys, the, the other part boys. too is that's uh that's too close to baby baby A number two coming around. Double Dukes. That's why I'm saying next summer. No, we can Danny, plan on you and me. We're going June. Hey, you uh, guys June 10th have you guys have fun. You guys rep this week in MTG. June 10th we'll, through the 12th. You paying for it? I'll start looking at numbers and then we'll work. <laughs> on it. You guys go. You have a good time. Let me know the artists that are going to be there. I'll probably have stuff for you to get signed. Fucking rights. Noah Wade. I'm pretty sure y'all would be down. Oh, we got Barrett. Loki wants to go to um, Vegas too. You guys can. I'm, I'm going to say. Should we do no, the? I'm going to say this much for Wade. That's a week before his wedding. I don't know if that one will fly. We're not going to do a fucking... We'll just, I don't know if that one will fly. We'll, We're not, we'll just buy a ticket for him and we'll just kidnap him the day we leave. I don't know if that one will just fly. Just see how pissed off his wife gets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll bring not. him back. We won't lose him on top of the hotel. Spoilers. <laughs> I don't believe either of you. But... but you might if lose him in the water. water I'm, I'm going to say this unless Mrs. Wade says otherwise. As the best man, I need to assume the responsibility of making sure the week before the wedding. What? No. Hold Wade on, no. doesn't do anything super stupid like going how to is, Vegas. How is going to Vegas for a magic event super stupid? Explain to me how that's super, super stupid. I'm going to just say one thing. Glizzies don't count. It's Wade. First off, if it... <laughs> That is true. No, it's not that bad. The worst that's going to happen is he gets pulled over, going fast. That's the thing. We don't have to worry about that because it's a direct flight, di- <laughs> direct flight from Fargo. Yeah, he ain't driving the plane, <laughs> and then we walk. He might get kicked off on the plane, I, but like I said, as of right now, I just have to assume the responsibility of probably going bullshit. It's and, a no. And that and that drive to Indianapolis is a long. Fucking I was half drive. expecting my watch to be a text from him going, "Shut the fuck up, man." <laughs> <laughs> He's not on here. Uh, Danny, no. do the do the Wade signal. Wade, where are you? Anyway, let's get to this Hasbro call. Okay, quickly going to cover this because there's a lot to cover here, but we're just going to talk about the the things that matter to us as Magic players. So, as of last week on Tuesday, there was the Hasbro earnings call in which. Has new Hasbro CEO Chris Cox revealed that Magic the Gathering revenue grew by 7% in the first quarter of 2022. 
uh, followed or led by massive sales of Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Overall, Wizards grew its revenue by 9% in quarter one of 2022 to $263 million, which resulted in a profit of $106 million, a 40% plus of total revenue. Uh, this article is broken down and stuff by the amazing guys over at Hipsters of the Coast. And uh, they talk about Kamigawa Neon Dynasty breaks records of being, it, it generated more than $100 million in revenue and is just the fifth magic set, the fifth magic set to ever do so. Uh, additionally, Hasbro reported the revenue of Wizards, the, Wizards tabletop segment, which includes both magic and D&D, was up by 10%. Arena, on the other hand, led an increase of 6% for Hasbro's digital gaming segment. Uh, finally, Hasbro didn't express Magic's growth to slow down. It don't doesn't expect Magic's growth to slow down anytime soon. The fact Chris Cox said that he expects Q2 of 2022 to be Magic's best quarter ever. We're going to cover this next part in the next section here because that's a thing in its own. There's an officially announced uh, Unfinity release date that will be happening. In September, Wizards originally announced the delay in January, saying it was supposed to come already at April 1st. supposed to be in April 1st. Honestly, at this point, they should just hold it off until the next April 1st. I mean, yeah. Some shit happened. Just, no, a, just a running April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> Unfitting never comes. You never get the space shocks. <laughs> Wait a fucking! A, it's just a lie. It's an April Fool's joke that's blue, running now. Blue balls the whole fucking magic community. Do it. That's just blue ball two point with uh, reserve list. Balls in space. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is the space ball set. Oh boy! I was literally gonna bring that. I was just gonna say space balls. And you said Use it. the Schwartz. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. <laughs> fucking love uh, Mel Brooks. Great shit. Men in tights, blazing saddles, all that shit. Classic. Okay. Um, That's the only part of the 80s that should ever come back. Yeah, so Magic's making more money, and because of Magic making more money, this next bit of news kind of rubbed some Magic players the wrong way. Big G, you want to tell us about that wrong rub there? I do. You know, hopefully, though, this wrong rub increases my stock holdings. Did you say long rub? Wrong rub. Bold. Long rub. Wrong rub. Wrong. Wrong. Long. I know I've been drinking in my words. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so the last bit of news we're going to cover this week should tie us right into the counter currency sections. Watsi announced last Tuesday that there's going to be a price increase for their products starting this July. Now, don't get up in arms from hearing this news. It isn't as terrible as it might sound or what others online make it sound like. First, let's go over some information from the article. The plan is to make an 11% price increase spread throughout some products, not all products, just some products starting in July. Products in questions are going to be premier sets. Standard sets are only starting in Dominary United Draft Set and Collector Boosters, Bundles, and for Unfinity and Jumpstart when those get released. So, no in price increase in the Master Sets, uh, Modern Horizon Sets, 
Secret Layers Challenge Deck Universes Beyond and pre-release for Premier Sets. They noted that there this seems to be a one-time increase for Commander decks, but only for the Streets of Nuka Pena Commander decks. Danny, stop fucking typing shit while I'm reading. Sorry, it annoyed me. God fucking... And you still spelt it wrong. I know I did. <laughs> God fucking damn. After that, they will be going back to regular <laughs> pricing. Fuck you. <laughs> like, seriously, you couldn't just wait for me to get done with the one last I'm sorry. sentence. There are people online that are like losing their shit being like, oh my god, the commander decks are going to be $60 now. There are people in this room losing their shit because Danny fucking changes the show notes while people are reading those it's, exact show it's, notes. It's, it's, yes. it's like changing prices. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. But so happened. I mean, I mean with this too, like in the hypothetical thinking about it too, like yeah, 11% seems like a huge number. Okay. It's spread out. It's one, it's spread average out. Average is what their, uh, I think their ele- official term was. It's like the average of 11%. It will, well, it will equal out to be an 11% increase of, across some products. Correct. But in the hypothetical world, okay, it this is an 11% increase to all products. Hypothetical world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hypothetical world. Okay. Draft boosters. $4 a pack, roughly. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's 40 cents. Forty-four cents, if you mm-hmm. want to be technical. So, okay. fifty cents. So four, it'd be like so four fifty for a pack. Okay. And set boosters, say five bucks. So yeah, they're four. Give or take, yeah. Yeah. So five fifty a pack. Collectors boosters, what are they? 20, 24. 24? Twenty four. Uh, I mean, twenty. So, yeah, so it's above twenty. To, jump up to twenty seven. Yeah. Roughly. They they get they go up about two twenty. I would say in in some cases, like for some of those, lo- like the draft sets mm-hmm. boosters and the set boosters, not that big of a deal. Where the big deal comes in is the collector's boosters and things yeah, the, like that. The big boxes. But you sit and think about it too. Those are the those are the shit that the they're gonna are, get yeah, bought. Yeah, it's people who are spending money anyway. So. Yeah. So you're just you're just paying tax twice, basically, is what it's on. Yeah. So what it is. It's one of those things where it's it's not as big of a deal. Yes, it's a pain in the ass, especially when you when you sat and talked about. Oh look, revenues increasing, in in your last bit, Matt. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing that gets and it, like a that's lot the of, piece that's getting people pissed off. All this revenue increase and stuff. Uh, I don't, I don't think I actually put this part in the. Uh, the price increase section here, but they state the reason for the price increase is because of the global supply chain and how how much it's uh, affecting them on their side of producing magic cards. And here, here's the thing, because I would say most of the community is just like us. They're schmucks. Maybe they have microphones. Maybe they don't. <laughs> so we, <laughs> so we only have so much information because I spent. For whatever reason, Watsi is not as transparent as maybe all of us would like them to be. You know, giving us the numbers of, hey, secret layers, how did this one perform? How did this set perform? They don't tell us all the details that would maybe be beneficial to us as the general consumer. Okay? But when it comes to, like, a business aspect of that, like, yeah, you're, you're top 1% of your shareholders would probably want to know this, like, have a right to know it. But the general public, there'd be no reason for them to know. But and like I said, that we would want oh, to know. 
Okay. Us whereas as manager the, players, yes. Yeah, whereas the 1% of stockholders in Hasbro probably have some way of finding out that information. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, one reason or another. But honestly, this strictly only affects sealed product. Yep. Well, that's the thing. It they, doesn't affect the secondary market. They can't affect the second market unless yeah. unless they're making it super expensive it, to play. If, that's the only way they can actually affect. They, it. they can't acknowledge the secondary market. Yeah. So they have no control over it. They yeah. can't. They can't affect things like Car Kingdom, Star City, anything yeah. like that. They can't affect Jado's pricing. Uh, they can print more. I they can affects. I mean, we were just talking about this earlier with those jumpstart packs. Fucking Allosaurus Shepherd is down to fifty bucks now. But at the same time, some some of the probably sets that, that are probably going to, you know, some of the more premier sets that will honestly probably bring in a lot of the money for local game shops and various other vendors. Those are print to demand more so rather than an unlimited printing. So, I mean, they're going to have a huge printing up front and then the next, you know, several quarters. Yeah, it's slow down the printing. Slow down the printing until, oh, look, there's no more Modern Horizons 2. As it goes. Yeah. So, it's, and that's just the thing. So, yes, as a person who, as a person who is on a teacher's salary and enjoys getting to play his card game, luckily, I find ways of making my cards pay for more cards. Um, so it tends to work out where, you know, really the only thing I truly buy is product, so sleeves mm-hmm. and specialty stuff, so secret layers. And even those, I'm very picky on too. And speaking of, this is a bit of the news. Uh, so this most recent secret layer drop, as always, the professor kind of did a grading of the secret layer set. And... He, the nice part, um, for those of you who have never watched one of his grading of a secret layer or grading of a product, specialty product type of videos, he will go through, especially when it's like a reprint set. So secret layers are very heavy in a reprint set. He goes through and he does the breakdown of the cheapest you can find cards in the foil and non-foil and gives a great, an honest grade on them strictly based off of the price. And he, especially in this one, acknowledged that, oh, I don't remember. Could which. Crossroads? Well, it's one of the artists is a personal favorite of his. Oh. And he strictly okay. graded it on the price. Even though it is one he would buy, no, he will be buying no matter what. Was it the Nomad Outpost one with Kangaroo Crossroads or was it the Death Shadow guy? I think it was the Death Shadow. Okay, yeah. If I remember right. That's the one that everybody likes. Um, where he goes through and he goes, hey, here's here's where you can get these cards in foil. Here's where you can get them in non-foil. Goes through and grades the whole thing. Overall, honestly, watching that video kind of convinced me I'm probably not going to buy too much out of this one. Yeah. Like for me... The one, especially after opening my set boosters this last week with the gilded foils, I will probably get the gilded foil one just because those turned out fucking beautiful. People online have been like really raving at how good those gilded foils oh, are looking. I, oh, fuck. I didn't bring them to show you guys in person. I On our Discord, I, I posted a video. It was a solid video. Uh, but it's a video that only goes so far. Like truly in person, I feel like this is what they wanted etched foils to be. 
Because so the side bordering, um, that nice like pillars. Yeah. Yep. Those are what gets the raising. Okay. And the cool part is I pulled the disciplined disciplined duelist. I pulled one in in both. So I pulled a just strict foil alt art and then I've pulled a gilded foil. So I can even compare the two. And seriously, the gilded foil just with this set and how they have the borders and everything just looks fucking great. Little side note on the gilded foils. It's a raised on the pillars, like the yep. card is raised. Uh, there are people online that were talking about how this might uh, affect sanctioned tournament, t- tournament events because there could be a discernible there, difference yep. of the card and stuff. Uh, I haven't I, noticed a different, like I did, I did kind of think about that. Yeah. And I, so I felt whatever point I felt the back of them. Milliliter, milliliter, millimeter. You, you would have to have super sensitive touch because then I only, I touched them without sleeves on. I honestly couldn't tell a difference. I sat there and as best as I could without touching the sides, shuffled them up and put them face down and tried to figure out which one was which. I couldn't. So I would imagine with sleeves, that would be a different thing too. But right. Anyway. There's that. Price increases are happening. There are yeah. different things that can affect different pricing. So whether or not a card's gotten reprinted recently or anything like that in the secondary market, but really, it's it's sealed product that's going to be affected. So they also the 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 vibe that I got from reading the article, it's it it, it gave off the vibe that they don't want to keep it like this forever. It's just because of uh, supply chain bullshit and stuff that everybody is fucking saying and stuff. And the whole thing there too is with all this, with supply chains, that's affecting everything and anything. And mm-hmm. whether or not it's actually true that it's affecting everything and everything, or it's just the, hey, people are not asking too many questions when we say this. Let's use this. Yeah. You know what? Whatever. If that's going to be your way of making quarter three and four be the big boost in revenue. Welcome is, to politics. Yeah. So it's just, it's a huge thing. Whether or not it's actually true is a different thing, but yeah. Yeah. So speaking of money. Yeah, money, money, money. Is that a segue, Danny? Me just trying to push this episode along. Money. After an hour and a half. Yeah, we're an hour and a half. This is because of you. This is not because of me. because of you. We'd be able to get cohesive thoughts and get our words out faster if it wasn't for the abundance of drinking we had to do with our pre-show. You're welcome. Now to the controversy section where we cover the finances of notable cards and their price trends. The main resource that we use for this is the amazing site mtgstocks.com who comes out with a weekly winners article that goes over three to five cards that are moving up in price and three to five cards that are moving down in price the weekly winners article drops on friday and we record on monday nights so if there's any price differences between then and now we will let you know and with that let's jump into it so as was mentioned in the boggle desk area pioneer super big right now and one of the biggest things when it comes to pioneer are all these cards that are just like, oh shit, we forgot that this is a card. Which is one of those, the, 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 the winner of this week is Collective Defiance. Red Red 1, Sorcery, Escalade 1. You may pay, uh, pay this cost for each mode chosen beyond the first. And it has modes, target player discards all cards in their hand, then draws that many cards. Collective Defiance deals 4 damage to target creature, or Collective Defiance deals three damage to target opponent 
And this jumped up 666%, which is now $7.74 as of Friday. But today, market price is 618. Average price of 788. Foils are going for $13. European average of collective collective defiance is 91 cents. Uh, only printed in Eldritch Moon. It has a pre-release stamped version as well, but that is a little more pricey because it is foil around $12. And so, uh, Collective Defiance. This is moving up because of Pioneer. You got these Is It decks that do Narset Parter of Veils uh, locks, stacks effects. Narset Parter of Veils. Uh, the only part that matters here is the each opponent can't draw more than one card each turn. And this is just kind of like the second version of Days Undoing, which is what the decks were doing before. Days Undoing is two in a blue sorcery. Each player shuffles their hand and graveyard in their library, draw seven cards, and then you end your turn. So Collective Defiance just stops you from ending your turn. You can continue on doing what you need to be doing while kind of screwing over your opponent and stuff. And Collective Defiance is showing up in these Is It style control decks, Niv Mizaparoon, Thing in the Ice, all that kind of stuff. Not the Arclight Phoenix style decks, just an Is It control style deck. Super cool and moving up in price. So if you got some of those, keep an eye out as well. Another card. This one is not moving up primarily because of Pioneer. It does have some Pioneer moving, but it's moving up due to some other leaks we mentioned the previous week with Boulder Gate, and we'll let your mind wander from there, but we're just going to be talking about it as uh, the Pioneer implications and stuff like that. Um, this card is Maze's End. It's a land. ETB's tapped. You can tap it to add a colorless to your mana pool, or you can pay three, tap it, return Maze's End to its owner's hand, search your library for a gate card, put it on the battlefield, then shuffle your library. If you control ten or more gates with different names, you win the game. As of Friday, it jumped up 355% and was at $10.97, but as of tonight, Monday night, you can find this card at a market price of $10.98, an average price of $10.48, Foils are going for thirty six ninety nine European Damn. average, European average of two ninety six. This has only had the original printing in Dragon Maze. It has a pre release printing as well, uh, with a stamp, and that is going for around seven twenty three on an average price of uh, USD, and then like fifty two cents European. So those over in Europe, keep an eye on those cards and work on some arbitrage, getting that stuff sent to America because you are getting a significant significant price increase if you're going to be selling there so christian we're talking to you with with uh mazes end moving up in price the gates deck is picking up in popularity because of primary uh because of pioneer uh you got the gate sentinel the gate ram and i don't know the, the standard deck that was in guilds of allegiance or ravnica allegiance it is a thing that is still played. And then you got like Golos as a well, as, as another piece in this gate style deck that is tutoring up these lands. And Golos, fun fact, is also jumping up. Join our Discord. I mentioned shit like that in our Conjured Currency tab and stuff. I posted that this morning. It, it, before, like two weeks ago, it was a $3 card. And now it's like creeping up to $8 mm -hmm. on, on a market price yep. for this card. Uh, Golos kind of like lost value when it became banned in Commander. When it but, got the ban hammer. Yeah, thunk. And you got uh, 
big MTG streamers like Aspiring Spike, who is playing Golos in uh, modern style ramp decks, but you also have Pioneer that's looking for like ramp pieces. Golos is moving up, Maze's End is moving up, Gates is a deck in Pioneer. Pioneer is moving a lot of prices right now, and we will keep seeing Pioneer prices move. And boy, am I excited to talk next week. Like every more I talk about Pioneer, I'm excited. For, oh my God. I can't help it. I can't help it. What do you uh, how, how much do you want to bet that he side tangents before the episode starts? Don't bet, Garrett. You know better. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're making rules for you for next week, sir. You can't talk we'll for talk the first about, 20 minutes. We'll talk about this afterwards. <laughs> uh, for, so I, I just want to side tangent. I remember when I fir- when we first started playing Commander in, back in 2012. Yes. Our buddy uh, James and his Commander deck. Yeah. Had mazes. And, and that was his, co- like his only win con no, no, in the no, deck, had, wasn't he had, it? He had doors, uh, door to nothingness in there as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was going for that, and it was beautiful. I wonder if I wonder if he has that deck put together still. And then there's me, Armageddon. So if you want to know some other reasons why Maze's End is moving up, You're go check out dick. the go look at oh, is the that weekly winners article. It talks about some cards, some spoiler stuff. Uh, we don't talk about that here. We don't talk about spoilers. No, no, no. Uh, no, we're not going to get trademarked for that. Next in the weekly winners, we have disorder in the court. This card is. Blue, white, X, instant, exile, X, target creatures, then investigate X times. Return the exile cards to the battlefield tapped under their owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. This card jumped up on Friday 99%. It was at $5.98. As of today, market price for this is $5.42, an average price of $5.67. So it is still creeping up in price. This was only printed in Innistrad Crimson Vow Commander deck. And it had the, the, it was also in the set booster. So you can get the extended art version of it for $3.37 or a buck 30, uh, a euro 30. So Disorder in the Court is moving up in price. That'd be 1.3 euros. Yes. So it's moving up in price. It's only in Commander. You can play it in Legacy, and there's like Legacy Target Blink style decks that would appreciate something like this. The fact that it blinks creatures, leaves tokens, is super powerful. And then with uh, Hinata the Dawn Crown, which reduces the cost of this, so it's just like white, blue, bounce anything you want and get uh, investi- uh, clue tokens off of that. It's it, it 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 slides into that deck very well. It's a good piece of that puzzle. But there's new cards in Streets of New Capenna that pair very well with this deck. And the three cards that are mentioned here is Boss's Chauffeur, White for Elf Citizen for a zero zero. Uh, Boss's Chauffeur enters the battlefield with a number of plus one counters on it equal to one plus the number of other creatures you control. And it has Alliance. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one plus one counter on Boss's Chauffeur. When Boss's Chauffeur dies, create a one one green and white citizen creature token for each plus one plus one counter. So you just kind of like leave Boss's Chauffeur out. You blink a bunch of things. You make it really big, really quick. When it dies, you just get all those back. It's kind of like a, a, a backward, uh, a, a not as free hanger back walker that you can't like add into. Uh, Denry Klin, Klin, editor in chief, which was talked about earlier in the news episode, uh, it enters with a plus one counter force strike or vigilance counter on it. And then when a non token creature you control enters, if 
Denry had a counter on it, you put the same counter on the creature that just entered. So if Denry had Vigilance, all those creatures that you blink out come back in, they now have those counters as well. Super good in blink style decks. Who'd have thunk it? Resourceful Defense. Next card that was mentioned here. Two and a white enchantment. Whenever a permanent you control leaves the battlefield, if it had counters on it, put those counters on target permanent you control. And you can pay four and a white, move any number of counters from target permanent you control to another target permanent you control. This is kind of like a, a, a more flexible Ozolith. Ozolith is like you're you're on rails of when you get to be putting counters on the Ozolith and when you get to move them out. This is just kind of allowing you to do that all in once. Resourceful defense, solid card. So you're just moving all these counters when, when shit leaves. It's a powerful card. These style decks are enjoying that. Blink style decks have always been a thing. A lot of the new creatures that have ETBs they're, they're just spells on sticks and people like that. And so blink cards have a higher premium because of that. Uh, look at ephemerate. Look at that uh, spirit conflux and shit that, like that. Uh, Welcome to like, the 30 minute turn. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the blinking, the triggers, it's ridiculous. Uh, but those are the weekly winners that we have for you. Big G, you want to tell us about these cheap pickups here? You know, I'd love to tell you about these I cheap pickups. I want all three here. of them. All three I, of them. I figured you would. Those are all right up your alley there, Danny. All <laughs> like right. that they are. Well, here you go, Danny. The first cheap pickup from you actually comes from the MTG Stocks Premium Penny Stocks feature, and it is Sterling Grove. It is specifically the Invasion version, sitting at $5, and it's moving up. So make sure to pick these up before they get too high, so that way you can... You know, like I said, pick them up. Maybe do a little bit of turnaround. Remember, but, Sterling Grove got printed in Modern Horizons 2. It was uh, very stagnant in price. And as with anything enchantment-wise. It's, it's, it's bad. He takes over everything. I was getting to it. Oh, my bad. I was getting to it. I thought you were going to jump to the next one there. You didn't even give me a fucking chance. I didn't chance. even give you a chance. Didn't even give me a damn ch- Big G. Do well, now me? I'm moving to the next one. Do you forgive me? Yeah, I suppose so. Okay, good. Hey, wait, no, wait, wait, <sighs> wait, wait. What? You finished your beer. Yeah, now I forgive you. Okay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All right, so the next one in the chip, cheap pickups, not, not chip pickups, but cheap pickups. We'll take chip pickups too. Pringles, right? We all like Pringles here. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one actually was within the Pringling stage. Lithoform engine, it is sitting at $9.34. It is slowly trending down. And then the last one on the cheap pickups, this one is specifically the Time Spiral remastered version. Gauntlet of Power is sitting at $7.34 again, slowly trending down. You know what? Here's the real question I have for you, though, speaking of this last one. Danny, Mm. if I were looking to pick up some of these cards on the cheap and know when to grab them. I honestly, I have no idea. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, Matt. So, Matt. Hey, Matt. Where would you go? If if I were looking to pick up some cards on the cheap end of things, so that way I knew when to sell them or when to pick them up at just the primo price, is there some kind of service I could use to pick up these singles? And I'm talking about cards, not ladies within my area. <laughs> As as ads pop up on that for whatever reason still. Local shingles in your area. Local shingles in your area are looking for a good time. Yes, there's ways that you can do it. I, wa- I wanted to see if I could fuck around there for a bit, but I'm like, no, nah, we got we got too much shit here. So yeah, we're can- almost at 
hour and 45 minutes. I'm aware. That's why I'm doing it this way. So you got the amazing resource, tcgsniper.com. That we do. Which is a price trending site. You make an account, you enter in cards there and set a desired price of those cards that you enter in or what you want to be notified at, either if they move up or down in price. TCG Sniper will send you a notification via email, Discord, text for that. So it's like if you put in a... We'll look at, uh, what was the one here? Pioneer card, Maze's End. You expect Maze's End to be moving up more in price. You're, you put it in there into TCG Sniper and be like, I want to be notified when this card actually jumps up to $15. And you're going to get notified then. And then that way you can jump on and sell at that point. Same works in the reverse. You're like, Maze's End is not going to last that long, that high. I want to be notified when it drops to $7. And TCG Sniper will do that as well. The base, the base model, the base plan allows you five cards, five products to enter because you can also enter in sealed products, anything that you can find on TCG Player. And it doesn't just work for magic cards. Just want to mention as well, you can also get Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon and Force of Will and Flesh and Blood. And I'm sorry, sir. Like that, so. Are we a Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon podcast? Just want to say that there's... It, it, it's more than just magic that it can get there. It, it works with TCG Cyber and everything on there. So... If you go over there, sign up, make an account, and say that the guys over at This Week in MTG sent you, you will get three months free of their Plus program, which will give you 50 cards to enter in and uh, watch and get notified on. Super cool service. Highly recommend it. Go over there, sign up. It's three months free of that. If you don't like it, you can just cancel it at the end, but I think, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. But uh, from there, I got, I got a, couple little, uh, a couple little things here to mention here. So we don't have a thoughtcast this week. We don't. Okay. So uh, other other than briefly talking about it, which kind of works with conjured currency, but you've got two notes on the conjured currency. So hit us up with your two notes. I do. I have two notes here. This is a card that I was hyped about when it first got spoiled, and a lot of people were hyped about, but then it just kind of didn't go anywhere. So we have Kaya Geist Hunter. This is kind of like the, uh, occasionally in the conjured currency section, we do like a mat look at a thing and talk about the thing and see if it'll be anything. And this thing is Kaya Geist Hunter, which was printed in Crimson Vow. For Black White 1, you get a 3 loyalty legendary Planeswalker Kaya with a plus 1 that reads Creatures you control gain death touch until end of turn. Put a plus 1 plus 1 counter on up to one target creature token you control. Has a neg 2 until end of turn if one or more tokens would be created this uh, under your control. Twice that many of those tokens are created instead. Neg 6. Exile all cards from all graveyards, then create a 1-1 white spear creature token of flying for each card exiled this way. The first ability is what kind of like drew me into wanting to get this card. I was making an Abzan Death Touch deck, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. But the key thing with this, now that we have Pioneer getting brought up into the mix, Kaya Geist Hunter is a doubling seizing, is an anointed procession for three mana. For three flippin' mana. Okay, so uh, neg two. Until end of turn, if one or more tokens would be created under your control, twice that many tokens are created instead. We are now in Streets of Nuka Pena, which has, what, 30 fucking cards that deal with treasures that have been, like, really pushed, and that's just in, like, the main set. I don't think that's counting, like, the commander set. Maybe it is com- counting the commander set as well. There's a lot of stuff that deals with treasure counters or treasure tokens and when you have things like 
uh, and this is the other part of like what I wanted to bring up here in the countercurrency section, you have the, oh man, I can't remember its name. The fucking thing that if, if you make a food treasure or clue, you make one of each instead. Academy manufacturer, Academy manufacturer yep. does that. So it's like that alone with Kaya ghost hunt, geist hunter. It's just a one time make six tokens of whatever. Academy manufacturer wouldn't be standard in pioneer though. It, it wouldn't be standard in pioneer. It'd be modern and modern commander yeah. commander for sure is something. But if you're looking into pioneer here, you have treasure tokens that are getting made. You have clue tokens that are getting made. You have blood tokens that are getting made. You have a bunch, like we were just talking about, what was the name of the, the fucking blink one from the crimson vow commander deck that investigates you blink X creatures. They come back anything. This tokens, this doubles tokens. And the thing that is crazy about this is that the normal version of this card is at a market price of $2 and 31 cents. Average of two ninety six. foils are going for three forty nine. European average of two eighty two. borderless is where this gets really bonkers. If we're going to be honest about some shit here. Okay. So the borderless version of Kaya Geist Hunter is three fifty six, not that much more than the, than, than the normal version. You have an average price of around four nineteen. It's just staying stagnant with all these treasures that are going. You can have like goofy Mardu style decks. Like I was thinking of something like this with like a part uh young pyromancer kind of a thing going on. Like you'd have to like sequence and just right to where it's like you have pyromancer out before you do this and you could cast a couple spell, make a bunch of elemental tokens, even with just like seasoned pyromancer in a Mardu style deck. Real question, does this bring something like lingering souls back into modern? Doubt it. But doubling those tokens doesn't seem half bad. And you get to put a plus one plus one counter on those tokens. Uh creature tokens. Uh, so the borderless version of Kaya Geist Hunter is $7.12. And then it has a few different printings as well. The double feature printing, which is like the gray art with a gold border and silver screen and stuff like that. You have it going for a market price of $3.21, average of four three. So any of these alternate versions of Kaya, I think these are just going to be like solid uh, solid money to like just plop into it's it's a planeswalker it's hard to like just like really toss into a set that's going to be like oh you get another kaya geist hunter and stuff in dominaria it's not going to be a dominaria but you get the thing that i'm going off with there this card is going to have a hard time getting reprinted and the fact that the neg 2 is an anointed procession on a planeswalker and i don't know just like even giving a bunch of creatures death touch is not a bad thing Black white weenie style strategy decks are a thing, and you give like a bunch of one ones death touch. The rattlesnakes coming in to just like close out the game. I don't know. There's a lot of different things you can do with this too. I mean, the fact of it's a three cost that you can get the doubling effect right away. Yeah, is super three beneficial. Mana. Three mana, one mana cheaper than anointed procession. Or you even just sit there and go, you know what? I'm going to build this up a little bit and build it up for the mid game because yeah, I mean, think about it. Turn three. Even in Pioneer, where a lot of things are very uncertain right now as far as how things are going to look, as far as, you know, what are kind of going to be kind of the top tier decks and everything as of right now, just because there's a lot of fluctuation that can be happening with a set that's, you know, or a a format that's not 100% solidified in its popularity. You never know. Yes, there's, you know, burn spells and small cre- small lower to the ground creatures that can 
do some damage right away to offset this. But the fact that you're giving a plus one, plus one, and death touch to your creature on the plus one ability. The the creature is only a token creature, though. So keep that in mind. Yeah, that is a good point. But all your creatures gain death touch. So, I mean, either way, that death touch factor of... It can make a huge yeah. difference. It, so it's 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 more of an aggressive because it is until end of turn. You're yeah. not like being defensive with your death touch and stuff here. But Which, so it's one of those things where it works for your turn, and yeah. But at the same time, if you're sitting there, I'm a creature fo- or a token focused deck. You're going to be able to get this plus one plus one on right away as soon as you drop it, and then you know what. Hypothetically, then you do turn three, you drop it, mm-hmm. you get a plus one, and then the next two turns, you just double the amount of tokens you have coming in. That's even still worth it and can change the tide of a, a game right there. So, I don't know. I I know I have a few copies sitting away in my stuff right now, and I think right now, because of the price it's sitting at, this is a bulk card for me yeah. right now, so... We're, we're, we're not uh, advocating for a lot of shit. Uh, we're not financial experts, consults, whatever, CPF and shit like that. But I am planning to actually pick up like maybe 10 of these. I'll pick up a few. And- yeah, for like, I don't know, 25 less than $30 for a potential like easily double up in like a 12 to uh, 12 month sit period. I'll say this, with Pioneer becoming more and more popular, when I buy standard set stuff, I'm probably going to hold on to as much as I can. So this thing doubles any token creature tokens with a uh, fable of the mirror breaker. That is a strong pioneer card going on right now. Yep. This goes back into a Mardu build. You're now making a double token of whatever that your fable of the mirror breaker is going to be making. It doubles up on that little goblin that when it attacks makes a treasure token and stuff, which is just like turn three, cast this turn four, do fable of the mirror breaker. Uh, but you neg to it first. So it's like three mana, you get that. You get two, two, two goblins that make treasures. Yeah. Like just that play alone is not half bad because then like turn, so turn five comes, you have uh, seven mana available to you. I mean, that's just like bare minimum, slow, slow roll in it and, and, and shit like that. I think, I think this is a solid card to pick up. Like Mythic Planeswalker already around the $3 range. It's just like, a, and you don't even need it for like uh, a magic spec or anything like that, you can have it for your commander decks. Because again, anointed procession on a fucking planeswalker, man. I don't well, know. and it drops down sooner than anointed procession too. So it's one of those things where it's like, if you're looking for speed, this is something that could definitely help you out. Fun fact: this is going to get put into my Verena deck because zombie tokens. Hey, there you go. Zombie tokens doubling up on all that. That turn. It's not like one instance of let's, making tokens. Let's give zombies more zombies. That's what I'm saying. Fucking crazy. So if we're going to be looking at it in that asp- in that aspect too, like maybe you could be looking at like uh, Pioneer Esper Zombies or something like that. Because the, the, the wild, it's a wild west. Any kind of token. Decay tokens are doubled up with this shit. I don't know, man. Like I was thinking treasures and food and clues it's a, it's and blood, a, it's but a, it hits creature tokens. Farfetch, but uh, Krinko. Oh my god, this goes into Mardu as well. Like you go into that, you go into that same kind of a thing where it's like turn three, you cast this, and if you're doing Mardu, like this, okay, no, this it, is magical. It, this, land. this, if so, if you were to play it with a Krinko deck, it'd be Krinko turn three, this turn four. Oh, but 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 
Montreux. This is what I was going to go for here. It's like turn three, you cast uh, this. But before, you cast uh, Crater Footfalls, which is an enchantment that gives target creature haste. Cranko is three mana. So True. on turn four, you cast Cranko, activates the Crashing Footfalls, not Crashing Footfalls, Crater Footfalls, yep. to give Cranko haste. And then you uh, activate Kaya to give it the double the tokens and... So, I mean, it's like turn two, you need to like drop something that's going to make more goblins to make it like really worth it. So, well, you're obviously turn but one, still. turn two, you're going to probably drop a goblin. Mar- Mardu goblins. Mardu goblins. Was, that's a thing. That, that there could we totally go. We just built it, just made it, made it a thing. Commander, modern, pioneer all want this. Uh, I mean, hell, even fucking standard. Standard is going to be formats that get played in LGSs. I'm saying for under $4, under $3. This card is solid, and if you get the uh, the other versions, the silver screen, the borderless, it's highly worth it in my opinion. Maybe I should build a uh, Mardu Pioneer deck for the Tri City. Did, did, did I tickle three, you? Did I tickle man. your fancy with this? Well, Danny? it's it's just it's obviously I I was never a, a true black player, so the whole black play is kind of out of my realm. But you do like tokens. You got Naya tokens. That's that's the only reason. Is this the connection here? The connection. It's like I'm oh. I'm white. It's like, well, dude. Honestly, I was not paying attention to a single word you were saying the you entire son time. Son of a bitch! And, until you said nine perception, they're like, "What? <laughs> I gotta catch up with this real quick." But no, uh, obviously, yeah. For anyone who who's ever played with me, yeah, I am a huge token player. He is. Um, I will create a shit ton. And make a lot of them and make them big. But yeah, so with Pioneer, Krinko probably would be the best way of doing it. Especially with Red. Because he's he's usually what? He's what the fastest token generator eh. in Pioneer? In Pioneer, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I think so. And then you could toss in Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Yeah, there you go. It does make it unlegendary, but you can be copying spells. Like if it's like your one Krinko's tap. Fable the Mirror Breaker when it flips over and stuff. It's just like Krinko's tapped, activate it, make another Krinko, sack the tapped one because it already gives it haste and stuff. So it's like, mm-hmm. and then you double up there. Like that's some pretty solid magical Christmas land, but it has a strong potential to do shit because that is something that you see. Fable the Mirror Breaker is a super powerful card. Maybe that, like everybody already, already right now knows that Fable the Mirror Breaker is a super strong card. It's seeing play in a bunch of different uh, Pioneer decks. You got Winota that's playing it. You even have fucking um niv to light that's playing it you got the uh what's the other one does arc lake phoenix play it i think arc lake phoenix plays it because it discards cards and it can yep. make a copy of arc light as well so i think those are the ones that are running it modern is running fable of the mirror breaker as well so this is a solid deck yeah. this is just a solid card and then you want to run it with kaya's ghost form again it doubles the fucking goblin treasure making tokens that it does right there we'll have to make a deck list Damn. there you go there we go we, we will be posting. There's, there's our new uh, deck of the week. We'll be keeping you up to date with a Kaya Ghost Hunter, Geist Hunter, and Fable the Mirror Breaker, Cranko, Pioneer deck. Yep. I've, I've just a little forewarning. I've got some secret spiciness for my modern deck because I'll be playing modern for the tries. Oh, you're playing the modern. I'm playing the modern. That's good because I want to play him. You want to play modern? No. Oh, you don't. Oh, you didn't want to play him. That's what I said. That's oh. good because I want to play him. I thought you said you wanted to play you him. No, I'm, mod- I'm a pioneer player. Okay, okay. So we're going to work on this list. We'll keep you guys there updated and stuff. But yeah, uh, that's like Matt's hot pick here and stuff. Like this card seems pretty good. Uh, again, 
consult your CPF or certified financial planner and shit. I yeah. think this is a good card to pick up. You're not losing out because you could chuck it in any like black white deck, no matter what. Okay, there we are. We're at two hours here, Magic Folk. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Matt. All right, real quick, let's do a just a quick three words or less <laughs> response to this. <laughs> three words or less because Kay. this can be a continuous one. Okay. Because Danny brought this up, and I, I don't want what Danny. Did I, what did I bring up? I don't want Danny to have to go through what I went through. What did I bring up? With up? my thought cast. What was yours, like three weeks, four weeks that it was held off? We were like four weeks of held, no. holding it off. Okay. I Honestly, three, I, three was, I, just, I knew it was not going to be a real big one because it's more of a controversial one. Like It's just more of a debate kind of thing. Well, we'll make this a two-parter. Here's the teaser of it. Three words or less. Why should we have the reserve list? It doesn't matter. Danny, three words or less. We shouldn't. Mine. Who gives shit? Perfect. There you go. There we go. There's a little teaser for you for one of our upcoming ThoughtCasts. Talking so, about the reserve list. Thank you to all you legendary magic folk who are making it to the end of episode 135 of This Week in MTG. Thank you. Big thank you. Again, like, Jesus. So many people listen to us, which blows my mind still. Y'all think it's, y'all think it's enjoyable. Uh, big thank you as well to our amazing patrons uh, who think that this is actually worth supporting as well, sending us money. You get put in for cool drawings, so it's like if that if that interests you, go check that out. Uh, a lot of interaction. Like, you don't even have to be part of the Patreon to interact with us. Jump in our fucking dis- Discord. Like, I don't know. It's pretty fun to be in our Discord. Uh, we, need, we need a command for that yeah, on our Twitch. Yeah, I see that. I'll have to get something like that set up. I'll put it I'll put it okay uh also we want to give a big thank you to our amazing sponsor jdub sports cards and gaming if you're looking for anything magic related go hit them up they will ship anywhere in the united states and he also mentioned that he will ship anywhere across seas just got to work with him on shipping and handling and stuff like that now do either of you guys have anything you want to add to the end of this podcast peace out toodles and with that magic folk we'll catch you next time see ya bye Congratulations, you made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much! You son of a bitch, I'm at least a 10.0 because I'm 10 times the size.